for cultivating progress across the South, for working to unconditionally improve the lives of all, and for the bold underwriting of every Gravy podcast, SFA thanks our visionary Louisville, Kentucky friends, Pam and Brooke Smith. How does a city come to be associated with the restaurant? How does that restaurant become a herald for the people who live there? Today we visit a breakfast restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky, a bright Mexico City-inspired spot that just might become the next-generation standard bearer for this old and powerful and culturally rich River City. You're listening to Gravy. 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 Stories of the changing American South told through the foods we eat. We're a production of the Southern Foodways Alliance, and I'm John T. Edge, your host. Today, reporter Parker Hobson takes us to Louisville and eats all the eggs in town. You would recognize my wife. Don't tell her I come here without her. Burrito to my mom. So, yes, today we are having breakfast in Louisville, Kentucky. But we're not having hot browns or hash browns or old-school southern gravy or old-folks country sausage or much else that you might traditionally think of when you hear Louisville, Kentucky, or even southern breakfast. On this morning, friends, we feast on breakfast tacos. I don't know if you can tell we can make our tortillas here in-house from scratch. And then uh, black beans, scrambled egg, aguacate, and then side of chilaquiles. Wow, it's extra spicy today. <laughs> this is Josh Gonzalez, a manager here at Con Huevos, a small restaurant of 24 seats, which is tucked into a narrow storefront along Louisville's historic Frankfurt Avenue corridor. The decor is bright, clean, and warm, and we're sitting at the bar, early on a Friday morning. It's November 1st, and here in the land of horse racing, bourbon, college basketball, German Catholic church picnics, and Muhammad Ali, it's also the Day of the Dead. So the, um, the top little knot here represents the, the skull. Um, there's an orange blossom flavor that is in honor of the deceased. Josh is showing me a plate of pan de muertos, a kind of sweet round bread made every year for the Day of the Dead. And then these little, the crosses that are here are the bones of the dead. And it also represents like the shedding of tears. And then the circular form on the bottom represents like the circle of life and death. The kitchen baked pan de muertos special for today as part of a broad set of traditions done to honor loved ones who have passed on. A lot of times, it's very, people that immigrate over here, it's very work focused. Came here to make money, try to have a better life, provide for those back home. So sometimes it can get a little lost. It's important to keep those traditions alive. Louisville has been changing demographically. Thanks in part to a robust infrastructure for refugee resettlement and the draw of local industries like horse racing, international immigration to the city has increased steadily in recent years, and especially in the last decade. 
Louisville's food scene reflects this diversity. Mexican, Cuban, Vietnamese, Thai, and Ethiopian restaurants have all become local favorites. But most of these places focus on lunch and dinner, not breakfast. And breakfast is where Ismene Peredo, who grew up in Guadalajara, Mexico, comes into the story. I remember that uh, my father, um, he wake up every weekend really early at six at the morning and he asked us to go with him to the Mercado, the Mexican uh, Mercado, these like grocery stores, but the traditional Mercado in Mexico. And I remember that every time I was there on Sundays, the smell of the different kind of ingredients and foods and everything was something that um, really, really marked my life. Ismene and her husband, Jesus Martinez, moved from Mexico to Kentucky about seven years ago to work for Brown Foreman, the international liquor company that's headquartered here in Louisville. But in 2015, Ismene and Jesus decided to strike out on their own. My grandfather used to be a chef. He was a chef uh, in Mexico, also in Guadalajara. And then my father as well was chef. So I always had this passion for food. And as well, uh, we wanted to start like our own business. We always have that on mind. We are marketing guys. We did our research about Mexican food in the area, and we saw a really great opportunity on the breakfast uh, side of the business. And that time there was any place to offer uh, Mexican breakfast. And so, in March of 2015, they opened Conjuevos. In Spanish, the literal translation of Conjuevos is with eggs. As a phrase, it also has a second, cheekier meaning, but we'll get to that later. But even though Ismene and Jesus had done their research, you never know what's going to happen when you actually open the doors of a new restaurant. Actually, the first day, we run out with the eggs <laughs> because we had a lot of people there. So we <laughs> need to go running to the store to get more eggs because it was really crazy. So, yes, the restaurant with eggs in its name ran out of eggs on day one. Ismene says business remained steady, and their weekend brunch quickly became one of the most popular in the city. On any given morning at Conjuevos, you'll find a wide cross-section of Louisville shoulder-to-shoulder, including neighborhood regulars, tourists from all over the country, and immigrants who have made their homes in Kentucky. So what are the staples of a Mexican breakfast, anyhow? I asked Paco Garcia, head chef at Conjuevos, to tell me. I would say chilaquiles. You know, everybody in Mexico will have chilaquiles and uh, huevos rancheros. Eggs in the morning. Eggs, you know. Oh, breakfast will have eggs and, you know, some kind of spicy, uh, good texture. And uh, we'll say breakfast torta. Uh, breakfast tacos, uh, one of my favorites, breakfast tacos, you know, with a homemade tortilla. If you're not familiar with some of those terms, here's a crash course. 
Chilaquiles are tortillas, cut into smaller pieces and fried, and then often served with salsa and fried eggs on top. Conhuevos does it with a green tomatillo salsa. Huevos rancheros are fried eggs over warm tortillas with refried beans and a ranchero sauce, which often includes tomatoes, peppers, and onions. A breakfast torta is a sandwich, usually with egg, and which Conhuevos does with ham, bacon, or chorizo, along with avocado, tomato, arugula, and Oaxacan cheese. And Conhuevos fills breakfast tacos with scrambled eggs, chorizo, salsa, and queso fresco, which is a fresh white cheese. In terms of ingredients, Ismene says Conhuevos tries to stay local, sourcing eggs, meat, and produce from local farmers as much as possible, and bread from a local Mexican bakery. You know, like once you know what you can do with some of my ingredients, and then just like the texture with this flavor or that, it's just like a little game, you know. Conhuevos chef Paco Garcia grew up in Mexico City. He moved to Louisville when he was 17 and came here to be with his father, who had moved here from Mexico when Paco was just six. Paco said he was excited to be reunited with his dad, but there was a catch. Coming to the U.S. meant leaving his mom behind. The first Christmas that I have here, it was kind of tough, but uh, I mean, I get used to it. I mean, it was just like my family's always been apart. Paco found his first job in Louisville as a dishwasher at the Mayan Cafe, a popular lunch and dinner spot. It was there, Paco says, he started learning how to cook, and he was eventually promoted to work as a cook there. First, it was just more about, like, you know, the excitement of, you know, trying, somebody letting me use, you know, like, stuff and the olio and other. Every time I got to the restaurant and Mayan Cafe, it was like, you know, this is my place. While Paco was finding his legs in the kitchen, he was also taking ESL classes, getting his GED, and then enrolling in culinary school at night. He started working with Conjuevos soon after they opened in 2015, and since then, he's received local and national recognition for his cooking. Paco and Ismene collaborate on the menu. Ismene says she'll often start with one of her own family recipes as the basis for a dish, and then let Paco's tinkering creativity take over. The chilaquiles, right? I gave it to him like the recipe of the tomatillo salsa, and I explained to him, okay, Paco, we are going to make some chilaquiles, and that is the way I make it in Mexico. And he is doing like a special technique with the tortilla chips that he bake it a little bit when uh, he uh, put together with the salsa. And that makes that the chilaquiles uh, had like this special texture that is more like crunchy and not so saggy. Paco also tops huevos rancheros with avocado mousse, drizzles pancakes with tres leches syrup, and serves eggs benedict with chipotle gravy. Ismene says they want to stay authentically grounded in the Mexican tradition, but still leave room to innovate, which, she says, is what the food scene in Mexico is actually like. Yes, we wanted to bring to Louisville like the real experience of Mexican food right now, what is happening right now in Mexico having a chef, having um, the best quality of the ingredients, cooking everything from scratch 
every day. And then we put a lot of attention to detail, and uh, it keeps us occupied. You know, our minds are always like, okay, what what is next? What what can we do next? And speaking of next, in just a second, we'll head back into the restaurant to hear some reviews of how their approach seems to be working. Hi, it's Melissa. And if you're looking for another great podcast from the South, then you have to check out No Small Endeavor, produced by our friends at Great Feeling Studios and PRX. Each episode, award-winning professor and Nashville native Lee C. Camp merges the worlds of philosophy, theology, the arts, and more to ask the question, how can we live a good life while nourishing the soul? Plus, it's the only show I know that features everyone from legendary actor and filmmaker Rob Reiner to Southern activist and author Anthony Ray Hinton. So go ahead, follow No Small Endeavor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and tell them Gravy said hey. For eight generations, the Samuels family has distilled American whiskey. Today, Rob Samuels, the grandson of founder Bill Samuels Sr., oversees the operation of the Maker's Mark Distillery. From the soft red winter wheat they've sourced from the same local farm for over 60 years to the char in their barrels, every step in the bourbon-making process is carefully crafted just like Bill Samuels Sr. did when he first created the handmade bourbon. For their excellent spirits and their support of this podcast, SFA thanks Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark crafts their bourbon carefully. Please enjoy it that way. Coming up, we learn to read chilaquiles like tea leaves. Put another way, in a city buffeted by profound cultural shifts, we learn what a restaurant like Canuevos represents. I've been coming here, uh, hey Josh, how long have I been coming here? Since, which is when, I don't even Over three years now? Yeah, since the beginning. Back here at the Conjuevos Bar, the cozy quarters make it easy to meet people. This is TM, who just gave his first name. He grew up in Louisville and lives in the neighborhood. He says he's about as regular as a regular can be. It seems like attention to detail and uh, elevated. Everything seems just a level elevated. Uh, the eggs and the, you know, like the jalapeno potatoes. But I come here Sometimes I'll come like five days later. The last time we were here for the Derby a year and a half ago, which was my first time in Louisville, we came here. And uh, I've been thinking about it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like truly, right? Cornwallis. <laughs> Kate Marvel and her husband Bill are here from Massachusetts for the Breeders' Cup, which is one of horse racing's biggest annual events. It's delicious. It's so good. Yeah. And I like the, I like way with yeah, yeah. I might sauce. order that anyway. I love the sauces. It's really good. It's one of the best. <laughs> the enchiladas, con huevo, there's the egg on top, now the chilaquiles. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Ivan, who just gave his first name, is originally from Mexico City. He works in construction, and says he's lived here in Louisville for 13 years. He's here at Conjuevos on a day off work. The, the food is very, I mean, it's a homemade, you know? It's a, 
Mexican food, because there's no Tex-Mex food, but there's a Mexican food. And I, I live by myself, so that's not making sense. I'm going to stand up too early and make a lot of food coming for me by myself, you know. You come in here, it's a really traditional food. The ingredients are really original ingredients. Um, the people are really friendly here. The customers, I mean, customers and employers too. The chilaquiles, yeah, the most popular in Mexico. The morning, morning we hear a lot. Bernardino, who also just gave his first name, is also from Mexico, from the state of San Luis Potosi, near the Gulf of Mexico. He says he's been in the U.S. for 20 years and in Louisville for the past 12. Like Ivan, he works in construction, and before he even knows I'm doing interviews, he gets my attention to tell me how authentic the food is. He's finishing a plate of chilaquiles. It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful, but no more. <laughs> I gotta find a wife who's cooking like that. <laughs> yeah. not a better compliment for me than when another Mexican says to me, wow, this dish, these chilaquiles really taste like if I were in Mexico or like my grandmother used to make it. I mean, that is uh, something that makes me feel like we are doing the things right. Uh, and especially with these immigrants that uh, works on construction. I, I, I have this special feeling when they sit down here and we can serve him how they deserve. They are treated how they deserve to be treated. So maybe that's why they feel more comfortable to come here. Not just because they can talk Spanish, but they as well are treated like, wow, you deserve to have a great service anywhere. Listening to Ismene, it's impossible not to reflect on our current political moment, especially the recent tension surrounding immigration. Do you think we look dangerous? <laughs> I would say that we are not here to, to take something that belongs to Americans. We are here to try to give you some uh, really like Mexican food or good food for you. We are also in investing our money to generate jobs because we have American people working here. And uh, we are using local ingredients. I mean, we are trying to do the things as better as we can. Obviously, we would love to have like a better discourse, <laughs> right? And, I will say, like, it is, it is hard not to feel affected for what to see in the news. But, I mean, we try to continue working and just focus on be better persons, better business, and give back to the community what we receive. As part of that giving back, Conjuevos provides catering for La Casita, a local nonprofit that provides services for new Latin immigrants, especially women. And within the restaurant, the staff use their space as a way, however small, to help break down stereotypes. 
Josh Gonzalez, the manager we met earlier, grew up just outside of Louisville in a family of Mexican descent. I grew up in Oldham County. The majority of people are white. Um, the only Mexican restaurants that existed there were like Tex-Mex. Um, so I started working at a Tex-Mex restaurant in Oldham County. People coming in and they're asking for Oh, y'all have white queso or like chips and salsa and going from that to like, people coming in being like oh y'all have chilaquiles people here they're catching on a brief sidebar here Louisville is a segregated city the reasons why are complex and have a lot to do with the same racist redlining policies that forced African-American and other minority families into certain neighborhoods across the country during the 20th century. This legacy is still pronounced here. It can be tricky to measure, but one recent study, for example, found Louisville to be the fourth most segregated city in America. So, and especially for this neighborhood, the wide range of people at Conjuevos is notable. Josh says the coziness of the restaurant creates a kind of intimacy among everyone inside. We have, I mean, people from all areas, black, Latino, white, Asian. So having all those people, so many differences in the tight space, and like, everyone's forced to like look at someone. Hey, we're all different. We're all here enjoying a good time. Business has been so good that earlier this year, Conjuevos opened a second location in Louisville's eastern suburbs. And despite the cozy charm of the original location where I've spent the morning, this space will soon get bigger too. They're working right now on renovations to expand into the storefront next door. But even as the business grows and evolves, Ismene says that making money is secondary to maintaining their sanity and keeping a close-knit staff. And, she says, they always want to stay true to the philosophy of doing things con huevos. Con huevos, for us, obviously is associated with uh, breakfast, because mm -hmm. the translation is with eggs. Uh, but as well, for us, to do it something con huevos is to do it like with a lot of passion and effort and in a brave way. Ismene is too polite to say so, but con huevos has a double meaning in Spanish that translates roughly to with balls. When the, my husband thought about this name, because it was uh, his idea, he was thinking on the immigrants, on those people who works on construction, who works on kitchens, and who works... The people who who do the really hard work in America, they, did it, they do things con huevos because you need a lot of, I don't want to say the word in English, but you, you have to be really brave to do what they are doing. Uh, we know people that have like 20 years that they don't see their families in Mexico and they work the whole day here for almost all the week. They work with us like from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and then they go to another restaurant or to another uh, place maybe to work on the backyards or to work in the constructions, right? So how they do that? <laughs> they do it con huevos, right? It is the way they live 
it is the way they work. So it is something related with breakfast, but as well related with how people do things in America, how immigrants do things in America. They did it with a lot of effort every day. And with every customer that comes in, whether it's a regular from the neighborhood, a tourist here for horse racing, or an immigrant from San Luis Potosí, the Mexican-Americans who run Conjuevos are helping dispel the myth that Kentucky belongs to any one group of people or any one kind of breakfast. Reporting for Gravy and with a full belly, I'm Parker Hobson. Today, Gravy was reported and produced by Parker Hobson, who recently graduated from the University of Kentucky with an MFA in creative writing. Parker's also a vet of the Apple Shop's community radio station, WMMT. Special thanks today to Ismene Peredo, Paco Garcia, Josh Gonzalez, and the staff and customers of Canuevos. Gravy's theme music is by Wendell Patrick, and our donor music is by Jazar. Managing editor for Gravy and all other SFA media is Sarah Camp Milam. Mary Beth Laster serves as our publisher. Visit our website at southernfoodways.org to see photos of those chilaquiles and check out a full roster of music used in this episode. While you're online, check out our one-day winter symposium scheduled for February 9 in Birmingham. You'll learn from Pulitzer Prize winner John Archibald, we'll hear poetry from Alabama native Ashley Jones, and talk about the possibilities of women-led restaurant groups with Ashley Christensen of North Carolina. Tickets include all presentations, two receptions, and two meals. and They're just $150, so join us, buy a ticket. A full schedule of events and the ticket link are at southernfoodways.org.